beautiful people welcome to my podcast this is Ijoma Okori <clears throat> and I'm going to be your very host as usual for today in you I find my worth in you I find my identity okay so <laughs> I'm playing this song because maybe because I'm I'm talking of purpose today and this is supposed to be Valentine's Day edition so um, it doesn't even matter because whatever time you're listening to this it doesn't have to be Valentine's time as long as you get the message the message is about being purposeful living a purpose-filled life and um, I just really want to say that you know besides the whole I want to get married I want to have my own children I want to have my own family and all of that good stuff which is very very good um we should understand that purpose means a lot you know it's the essence of god creating you um the bible says in ephesians 2 10 that for you are god's masterpieces in nlt version um created anew in christ jesus to do the good things he planned for you long ago that means there are plans that god has for you and you wouldn't get to know them if you do not know god and if you do not know what they are you wouldn't get to do them rather if you do not know God or you do not know what they are so today I have on board um, three I mean yes three beautiful guests <laughs> three beautiful panelists um, Dr. TC um, Tochuku Okafor and his wife um, Chisom and these people have been with us before if you would go to the previous podcast recorded um, sometime in January and that's called before and after saying yes uh, you would notice that these people were there and they shook tables and they taught us a lot of things um, of course through the Holy Spirit and um, to Today, I have on board another friend, um, Damilola, um, who is going to be um, seeing it from the singles perspective, you know, how just um, what is purpose, um, how we can fulfill this purpose, why young people fail at um, living purpose-filled lives, and um, the things that generally affect young people, and um, of course, we'll be answering all of those questions. Stay tuned. Father, we thank you, Lord, for today. We pray, Lord Jesus, that as we listen to this podcast, that you speak to our hearts. You know, you tell us the things that you've had in mind for us and that you just um, explain to us these things and so that we can understand and just really learn them. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, Dami... Dami, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, so we'll start with we we'll start with we you know what affects young people mostly. You know, what do you think that is the reason for people not fulfilling or achieving their purpose or not living out their purpose? What affects them? You know, so we'll start with that and then we'll go to why you think um relationships fail. So you can go ahead. Oh. 
Okay, well, um, once again, thank you for the privilege. It's great to be here. Okay, quickly, as I run through those two questions, I don't know if I'll be answering them um, at the same time or um, just I would ask the Lord help us. Okay, first and foremost, what really affects young people from achieving or um, of living a purposeful life, if I get that clearly. Mm-hmm. For me, the first thing I would say is uh, the identity crisis that young people have. Okay. Because I, I, I feel like it is hard for you to live a purpose-driven life when you don't even know who you are. Mm, that's true. Because you, when you try to be an imitator or you try to imitate what someone mm. or who someone else is, it becomes difficult for you to live your own potential. So it is hard for you to know who you are and who you belong to when you have identity crisis. Mm. And which is why it is important that if you did you want to live a purpose driven life, you must belong to the family of Christ. Mm. You must belong to the family of Christ because this is the only way at which you can be united with your Creator. And when you are united with your Creator, it is easy for you to know why you have been created. Mm. Just quickly, in the book of Jeremiah, just Mm. about the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 5, a common scripture that we all quote, we see how God was telling Jeremiah that before I formed you, I have ordained you a prophet. Now, the thing is, the vision is always older than the visionary. Hmm. In the sense that there was a plan. God did not form Jeremiah and say, okay, where can we put him? Where can we put him? Oh, yeah, I think that nation needs a prophet. No. Mm-hmm. He, he, knew, he knew that the nation needed a prophet. He knew that they needed to, they needed to be pulling down, building up, and all of those things he told Jeremiah chapter, in Jeremiah chapter 1. But then, he asked Jeremiah to suit that particular time. The same thing happened to Nehemiah, who was the king copier, and later he got later about the about the city walls being down and all. So there's always a plan at which God has the God's plan exists before you were made. So mm-hmm. if you are not a white, if you don't people are not fulfilling purpose, I think one of the things is they don't know who they are. But mm-hmm. if they happen to come in sync or in union with Christ, it becomes easy. So when we say be born again, they are not just saying be born again of the things so that your life can have meaning. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So in the book okay, let's just say that is old testament. In the book of Ephesians chapter two verse ten, after mm-hmm. five verse say for we are his workmanship, mm-hmm. his own master work, a work of art created in Christ. Now, mm-hmm. I want you to look at the word created in Christ. In the book of Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen, it says, If any man be in Christ, mm-hmm. he's a new creature. Why do we need that restoration? Because it's in Christ that we can find purpose. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. So it says created in Christ that that he has actually made some power for us. I'm just trying to paraphrase because of time. Mm-hmm. It says God prepared for us before and the plan that he has prepared for us beforehand, that taking part which we are set, hallelujah, now mm-hmm. I want to pause on this, taking part which we are set, so if young people are not fulfilling purpose, it's simply because they have not been taking part. How do I know this? In Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16, the Bible said, God, the Lord himself was speaking, and he was saying that, oh, that stand in the way and ask for the ancient path. But you know what the end of that verse was saying? That verse 16, they, they said, we will not work caring. He said, stand in the way, look and ask for the ancient path. And when you find it, you should walk in the good way. And now look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Then you know that there is a path that the Lord has said. But then believers and youth will say, oh, we don't want to walk in it. Hmm. So the first thing is identity crisis, which you don't even know who you are. So it's difficult to know why you are here. Okay, can I I cut you from there? So, like, are you saying that... um um after knowing who you are in christ it becomes easier to understand you know what your purpose is and then leave that out exactly it becomes easier because purpose is not so much of a big deal purpose is not just a singular or one whole picture the Mm. purpose purpose to me i think it is it is a step by step step by step thing that happens as you work with god Mm. so that and, and, and just to just round this up, eh? some people are now in Christ, they don't mm-hmm. have identity crisis, mm-hmm. but they, they are still not fulfilling purpose. Exactly. And the question is why, exactly. yes, because yes. we have people like this in church, yes. yes. So, I and, and I feel like there's just one thing that affects different of people 
from fulfilling their purpose. And that thing I call it distraction. Distraction mm. in play end. MMM. I'm sorry for the acronym again. Distraction in play end. Mm. What are these distractions? Distraction in form of man. Mm. Yeah, in such a way that they have friends. Mm. They have people they have looked up to. Mm. They have people they have set as examples. And they forget that Christ is the author and the finisher of our faith. But who we are supposed to look up to. Mm. So they look at men and they think, oh, I want to do what this actor is doing. I want to do what this actress is doing. And they fall out of what God has planned for them. Even if they know what they are supposed to do. Okay. Okay. And people have friends who derail them. Mm. And then the second M is the media. Okay. Social media is mm. a strategy that has mm. come to put pictures in your head that you did not ask for. Mm. Honestly, the power of subconscious keeps playing here, but then that will not permit us to go into it because the power of subconscious is what the devil uses as a strategy to derail people from purpose. You know that God has sent you to this particular school, University of Lagos, to do something extraordinary. Yeah. But then you got in there and you are so overwhelmed by what you see on the yeah, internet that people, when people get to school, they like to they mm-hmm. live lives of freedom, they live life of peace, and mm-hmm. you see so much things on the internet, you see so much things on the media, mm-hmm. and it disrupts your thing and you derail from purpose. Mm. So you can't fulfill purpose. The third one is the money. Money. Okay. Money. Who is good? But then, look at me these days. A lot of people are so anxious for money that mm. they don't even care to know whether they are doing what they are sent to do. Even mm. if they know. I've seen, I've heard of stories where even believers, youths, that need to be church boys before, talk mm. something else because why? All of a sudden, they only entered their eyes and they, and they were like, wow, mm. I can grow this. I have to follow this way. Yeah. So these are the things I think affect young people. Okay. And actually, not thank you very much that was such an eye-opener <laughs> tc so are you guys still here yeah we all are. right all right so like we'll be taking the second question now we have to hurry up because of our time damn me so the second question is why do you think relationships fail you know now we've talked about what affects young people you know now we're talking about young people in relationships i mean now relationships that lead to marriage so sometimes yeah. you hear people Dated for like seven, eight, you know, years, five years, and then boom, something happens. You know, what okay. exactly, you know, that's what, you know, I want to know. And, you know, if this can be, you know, okay, okay, TC will talk about the solutions, but you just talk on, you know, the issues, the problem, the the issue, go, 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 that affects, you know, that affects this, this, in quotes, um, God, um, will I say, God-given relationships or Christian relationships. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I get you. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay let All me right. just quickly say something about that. My relationships with especially for young people. Number one is, uh, it will look like a rhetorical question because although I, if you ask why something is feeling, then you should, um, there's something we call the first principle thinking, mm. which is thinking back to why, when something starts. Mm-hmm. So if we are thinking of why relationships fail, we should also ask, how did it start? Because okay. we have realized... Hello, can you hear me clearly now? I can hear you clearly. All right. So I was saying, if we are looking at why relationships fail, we need to ask the question of how did it start? Mm-hmm. So many a times, young believers have actually started relationship and which is in accordance to what we are talking about in the sense that we have people who are single but who are not full entering relationship as broken people mm-hmm. two broken people coming together, together and think they can achieve wholeness mm-hmm. it's not possible mm-hmm. it's not possible and whole as a single person is you maximizing your singlehood mm. in such a way that you work so much on yourself with the help of God in, in, in definitely in that you are grounded in every aspect mm. such that when it's time for a relationship, mm. you don't get into a relationship because you need to. Mm. You get into it because you have a choice to. Yeah. 
Okay. So, you're not, you're, you're, you're not looking for a partner because mm. she will help your prayer life. Mm. You're not looking for a partner because she will help your finances. Mm. You're not looking for a partner because you think she will satisfy your, your sexual pleasure. No. Mm. You are looking for a partner because you are you have a defined purpose. You know who you are, and you look. You say, okay, fine. I think this person can also do what I, what I believe in. Yes. Are you getting it? Yes. Then the second thing I think happens is what is the foundation? Just mm. like the first one. How did it start? Mm. Even if you say it is a God-given relationship, okay. Do you know that even God-given relationship? At some point in time, because of the issue mm. of choice, sometimes we give into what standard to mm. a godly relationship mm. and expect a godly household. It can mm. happen. Okay. Using the word standard of relationship, you mm. know, yes, God told me. Yes, God may tell you, but mm. then that's not even a topic for today about God choosing our spouses. It's not a topic for today. But then that God told you and he said, okay, fine, you choose this person. But then you get into the relationship and then you forget God's wisdom. Mm. Because love is not capable of sustaining relationship. I would, my, my opinion, love okay. is not all that you need to maintain a relationship. Wisdom from God is what else. Mm. Okay, wisdom. So when we say relationship fail, mm. sometimes it is because the person driving the ship is who you need to look for. Who mm. is driving that ship? Mm. Because it is God that is actually God is the captain of your ship. The relationship cannot fail. Yes. yes. It cannot fail. Mm. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, yes, so I if do. you if, if, if many people and, and another thing is the relationship will definitely fail when people try to put this is it, man is a social being in a way. Some people say man is a social being. Mm. And I think I give into that school of thought partially in the sense that Man, on his desire to have a partner, that mm. would operate on three different things. The man's references, and you know, he said, if he said this, I'm affecting him. And he was saying something that first, there's a spiritual aspect, there's the solical aspect, or the intellectual aspect, and there's the physical aspect. All these are faces in relationship. But the youth of nowadays, when, when we want to go into the relationship, we start with the physical aspect. But we start thinking and saying, God, is this person right for me? Whereas, physical aspect has entered it. What I mean by that is sometimes when we rearrange this order, we clamp our emotions and even our spiritual sides to know what is best for us concerning the relationship. So you are bringing uh, so you are saying uh, so chill. I'm, I'm trying to like get it so that our audience can understand, you know, very fully okay. well. So uh, you're saying that you know we bring in our physical, like our our common, our own mind. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we bring in our whole our whole mindset, and we say, oh, that this is this this is this is this is this is how I think this thing should be. Should be. And in another sense, also, it okay. means that we give in to what our body wants. Okay. If you get what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, I do. Giving it to what our body wants. Okay. Then when that happens, then you're not saying, oh, let's go and pray to God mm. and let's see what God is saying about mm. it. Trust me. If it starts that way, mm. there are lots of things that would happen. Except by God's mercy, mm. that relationship stands. Wow, that's, you get that's, what I'm that's, that's a whole so lot. Except by God's mm. mercy, that mm. that relationship stands. So it is just really advisable that one gets to understand purpose before you move into a relationship. Mm. That is the bedrock you know of this podcast. Purpose, you know the perfect partner <laughs> yeah. so that's for you. So mm. when you know yourself and you know what you are supposed to do mm. and you know how you are supposed, supposed to, do, to do it, it becomes easy. Thus, in the book of Genesis chapter 2, it mm. was easier for Adam to name all the animals and not name them each. Mm. So he came and he said, a rat, which is his bone of yeah. my body. We have seen the animals. You know, God, God, God made reference to different statements about wife. He said, for us, I was no man, the suitable help. Then the next thing I expected God to do was to bring his. But then he brought all the animals and said, name them. And mm-hmm. when he named them, there was, he repeated the same statement mm-hmm. again. There was no suitable, suitable help. Then mm-hmm. he now comes to this. So it meant that even Adam was working with the medium of the animal that we see. I know my purpose. I know I'm paying, I'm meant to paint this garden. Especially mm. this woman that looks this way. Okay, Dami, I have to stop you here because of our time. Thank you very much. Uh, so much, so much. Maybe another time would. (laughs) 
We continue, but I learned, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Ah, uh, uh, Matisi, guys, this is it's time for you to jump in. So first, we learned um. We we I wanted to wanted to start with the issues that young people face so that we can you know know how to you know give solutions to these issues and we've heard from Dami you know that um, there's the issue of identity crisis and all of that stuff so these are the issues that affect the young people and and derail them from fulfilling their purpose but really let's just look at the whole topic of purpose chisom are you here so chisom is going to talk about you know what really is this purpose purpose that we've been hearing you know every day and every now and then so explain to us chisom um you know what purpose is and you know how is it exactly that we can go about achieving this um purpose in quotes that we have been explaining since all right, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, it was it was really amazing what we heard from she and um Dummy, Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. So basically uh, concerning the purpose is purpose is basically an understanding of the of the use She told me like can you like talk a little bit louder? Are you here? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, yeah. It's clearer now. Okay. So yeah, purpose is basically the un- the understanding of the of the use of the thing. Mm. Understanding the purpose of the microphone mm. would uh, enable you um not misuse it. Like my Moro said, um and when the purpose of the thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. Inevitable. So when for instance, um, you if someone is not aware that a microphone is supposed to be used to um, magnify or amplify um, someone's voice, mm-hmm. there's likelihood that they might use it to maybe turn their food or maybe to, to yeah. match potatoes or something. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, what purpose is quite simple in terms of us as people, as children of God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically an understanding of why you've been created, why God has brought you here on earth. Mm. And, and you know there is a tendency to there is a tendency to mix up what the world sees as purpose. Yeah, sees as purpose. You know that that's really but, that's really what affects people. Exactly. There is the there is the conventional understanding, mm. the world understanding of what purpose is, mm. and everybody saying okay. Go after what you feel like doing. Go after what makes you happy. happy. <laughs> but it's not really about what makes you happy. Mm. It's about what God wants you to do. Mm. So uh, there is this there is this um, short acronym that Doctor T C developed. So you will know the you know the term woke um, that is ongoing right now. Uh, you know you have to be woke and all of that. But mm. then he he kind of coined it in a way that okay, what the world sees as woke mm. is. Uh, is basically um, walking in a kindergarten expectation. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> walking on kindergarten expectation. Well, what what it's supposed to be hmm. is walking on kingdom expectation. A lot of people, a lot of um, people in the world basically mm. see purpose as okay. What I want, what makes me happy. happy. And when you look at it, when you look at a child, when you look at a kindergarten child, mm-hmm. you know that everything that he, that what he lives for is for what he wants. Mm. Give me, give yeah. me. What can I get? Give yeah. me that ice cream. I want to watch TV. Baby, baby thinking. Yeah. You know, yes. you understand. Yeah. And mm. a lot of, a lot of. Um, Christians, young, you know, Christians that are new in the body of Christ, also work with that mentality that mm. you know you you hear it, you hear it in in, in the way you pray, you hear it. Of course, there's nothing wrong in asking God for a thing, mm. but the truth is, when you are walking on kingdom expectations, your your prayers, your expectations, your the way you live your life and the way you carry out your daily activities is based on what is the will of God. Mm. Basically, what do I want? What yeah. what, what what else? can God do for me? Yeah. But it's me, what can I do for God? Oh God? So I think um that moves us from the question of what is purpose to now how do we now walk in purpose? Mm-hmm. And 
you know, um, the, the illustration I just give basically leads us to that by saying that, okay, fine, you we know that we are children of God. We mm. know that we are redeemed. Mm. We know that we are in the body of Christ. We know that Jesus Christ died for us and mm. all of that. But then to have an understanding of who we are is different from walking in actually walking in purpose because you have a lot of Christians. You're like, oh, do you know? Yes, yes, I, I, I know, I know, I'm, I'm born again. Yeah, yes, 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 I, I, I love God. Yes, 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 I. But then they are not necessarily like, like Dami said, they are not necessarily walking in purpose. So the aspect of walking in purpose now comes to the topic of service. That, mm. I, that mentality of what can I do for do. God? What I mm. Yes. Working in public. Yes. So when I say service here, I'm not necessarily saying, okay, I've been a service unit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to join the so workforce. Everybody's looking at me like, yes, yeah. I'm a yeah. and all of that. that in itself is not mm. necessarily service. Living a life. Mm. That, that's, that, 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 that carries so much weight. Yeah, and without a doubt, it yeah. would lead you to walk on the path of purpose when we start living that way. Mm. Because, for instance, you, um, you, you see a pastor, mm-hmm. um, he might be feeling down in the morning, he might not have the strength to get up from bed. Mm-hmm. But it's not about how he feels or what he wants, it's about what God wants at that time. That woman gets, gets him up from the bed, that's what gets him going to church, and that's what gets him standing in that pulpit, yeah. preaching to mm-hmm. And until you start living a life where you are, where you are living for God, mm-hmm. that is, until then, we would, you know, we would truly say that, yes, I'm living a life, and that is when God himself starts opening different doors <sighs> of, okay, of, of understanding, of knowledge, of uh, revelation, of where you should be at a certain time, what you should do, and all of that. A lot of people have, you know, passion. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have um, skills, talents, yeah. you know. But if you are not walking according to um, God's will for you or mm-hmm. according to His leading, leading of the Holy Spirit, there is, mm-hmm. there is a very, very high tendency that those skills, those talents, those passions will be used for your own personal benefits. Yes. And you will never really, you will never really be able to. Just I'm sorry to cut you off. I have a question relating to this, but it's not, you know. Let me just ask it. So you know, there are people who um grew up with gifts, let's say in the church, for example, people who are good with music, you know, singing in the choir and all of that. And um obviously you can see that this is God's gifts. You know, this is this is a the gift that God has given them, the talent that God has given them. And then you find out, you know, somewhere along the line, these people um, start maybe doing the things in the world and using the talent, you know, for other stuff, secular and all of that. You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, so, like, um, I don't know, in that, you know, situation, you know, their gifts are still being used. You know, they are still really just using their gifts even though it may not be used in the kingdom. So, like, is that really still living a purpose, you know, driven life? Or how do you explain that? You know, merging it with the definition you have given us about purpose. Yeah. So, based on what I said about purpose, um, purpose is, like I said, purpose is not necessarily taking the gifts you have and doing with it what you feel mm. you need to do. Mm. Constantly mm. checking, asking God, okay, at this point in time, is this where you ha- you want me to mm, be? To be in a situation where mm. I was serving a church and an usher, and you know, I got I got so many you know um, positive feedback. Oh, she's doing a great job because mm. I'm kind of person that I I naturally am good at customer relationship. Okay. <laughs> I'm good at serving others. I can I, I, I have the real telling you, Oh, hello, good morning, welcome. Yeah. Yes. I do it very I can imagine. Yes. I can imagine. You have a beautiful smile by the way. I noticed that Okay, so Chisom you were saying Yeah. So um I was while serving as an usher, 
I I had that knowledge in my spirit that hey, God wanted me to do something in children's church, but because I was, I believed that I was doing well, mm. you know, usher board. I, I, I don't think they really need me there. You know, what could I even possibly bring for mm, them yeah. and all of that? But then I didn't last long in that department. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> even with even with the even with the skills, the supposed skills and that talents that I had mm. for that particular um service mm. that was putting me out there. Mm. Um, sometimes the pastor would be like, Oh she's some, you know, you guys should be like her <laughs> and all of that. Mm. I really didn't last in that department and wow. it took a while for me to come back and it, the opportunity I had to serve again because I had to move. I that that the heart, the, the ground became hard in that place mm. for some funny reason. And then the, the, when God now gave me the opportunity to serve again, yeah, I went straight to children's church. Like there was no, <laughs> there was no thinking twice about yeah, it. Yeah, about it. What's so funny? The thing about purpose is that when you start asking God questions, like because I remember before I went. To serve in children's church, I asked God, "What service unit do you want me to go to?" Mm. Because I could feel like I have experience in ushering, you mm. know, so we'll go there, that's very, very true. And all yeah. of that. Well, I asked, I said, okay, do you want? And again, mm. and God is merciful. He said, it came straight to my mind, mm. children's church. But the funny thing is about God is that it's not necessarily about what mm. is His purpose. He will make a way for it. Yes. He will open doors. I didn't mm. like the church mentioned no church, but there are so many processes, I'm sorry, before you can become a children's church teacher. teacher. You can you don't have to go through that much rigor in mm. other departments. Mm. But you see children's church. Yeah, they're very particular, yeah, about who teaches. Yeah. Mm. You're going to be a representative of the head pastor mm. for these children. Mm. So for me I felt very inadequate. So sometimes says yes, purpose is not even necessarily what you are feeling feeling, feeling like. or there, you know, you mm. feel like I oh, this way I have talent to and all of that. But mm. you know what? When I started serving in children's church, mm. things I never knew I could do. Things that made mm. me so happy. Things wow. that made me so I would wake up on the faculty um, church is Sunday mm. before women of an usher, I just I, I put my clothes together Saturday night, but yeah. I just on Thursday, I'm already thinking, what can I teach hmm. these children? I'm cutting, I'm cutting artifacts. I'm cutting, um, yeah. and, you know, because I love using my hands to do things. And I started hmm. bringing those things. I, didn't, I never knew I could I could actually bring that talent hmm. into teaching with my hands. Into, and I brought it in there. Hmm. And I was so excited. Hmm. So at the end of the day, purpose is not necessarily what you're feeling, hmm. feeling or desiring, or what you believe in your human thinking, hmm. or what your talent is. God hmm. is the one that created you, like we said, Bob Pocosis. He created you. He is the one that put in you the things necessary to fulfill purpose, hmm. the purpose that God called you Told for. You to, so if you, are, if you do not follow him, hmm. step by step, you, it, there is a very, very, very high percentage of missing it. It's just like a car. There, over 70% of people that drive mm. cars do not fully understand the entire capacity mm. of the cars that they drive. Until they go and meet the manufacturer, mm. would they not explain that, see, do you know that if you do this, this, this with this car, you can actually achieve this? Yes, a lot so of times. That is, that is the reality of the of, of people in the body of Christ. And purpose is, will only be fully achieved. You know, that's the reason a lot of people, when, when people, a lot of people come to church, you know, the first thing that comes to most people's mind is, let's join the choir. I can sing. Let's join the choir. Yeah, <laughs> I can sing. You know, let's join the choir. You know, I used to think that, I used to think I could act, and I was always like, I want to join the drama unit, but, you know, they threw me all to Bible study. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. can verify to that. You know, they put me in Bible study, and in Bible study, I learned a lot of things that mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't have mm-hmm. gotten from drama. So, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's such an eye-opener. She's so, such a great woman. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And now, Dr. Tisi will round up for us, and you're going to talk about... um, Doctor, are you with us? Yes, yes. Uh, yes, so I know you've been enjoying this, you know, this fresh, fresh... Yes, I even forgot that yeah. I wasn't supposed to talk. I've been so blessed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the way from Dami, you know, yeah, to Chiso. Yeah, You've been enjoying fresh, fresh, you know, fresh words. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now it's your turn. <laughs> so, um, so, 
I mean, do you believe um okay, let me ask this question this way. Um, do you think um there is a reason that God brings a man and a woman together to achieve? Like is there I know that there's individual purpose and we've talked about, you know, how you know you can know purpose for yourself and all of that stuff. But what about um two people coming together? Like is there an agenda? Do you believe there's an agenda? There's God's agenda for you know, these two people will do this particular thing together. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's what's what I that's what we want to know so that we can, you know, if people are preparing, you know, to enter relationships or get married, they can know that, you know, there is something or is there something they can look forward to, you know, to achieving together with this person. Okay. And that's the first. The second, which you just answer with the first in a really short time. Mm-hmm. Is <laughs> is um <laughs> okay, so Dami mentioned some issues that affect young people. He talked about um, um, social media and, and identity crisis and all of that. So, I want you to, you know, if you, if you have you know some issues that you think or that you believe that he didn't mention, you can mention them and then give us a solution, you know, so that people can you know stop having all these issues and then these issues of relationships you know failing along the line like what actually you are a married man so at least you have a little bit of you know understanding or if not more you know than us the single people yes so um so understanding of you know what um happens that you know makes relationships to fail you have the floor all right all right so um like Mauro said right when the purpose of the thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. Mm-hmm. I, I can't overemphasize that statement. But see, it's it's very saddening because it's relating to this generation, and I think I have sympathy for them more because I think I was once misguided. Mm. So th- this generation has everything on reverse. Okay. I just need to say, everything is on reverse, and it's becoming the normal, mm. right? We interpret the Bible from reverse. Mm. The truth is, in this generation, people think that you're meant to marry who you love. No, the Bible never said that. It said, love who you marry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you find a wife, mm-hmm. Yeah, shaking tables. Yeah, yeah. You think it's he who searches for a wife. No. Yeah. You find it. The only way you find it mm-hmm. is the purpose that the person, the sole custodian of the virtuous woman, I even said it, a virtuous woman is hard to find. Mm. The true custodian of the virtuous woman is Christ, and it's only when you are in Christ. You can, mm. let, me, let me just let's be real now, so that I don't use because people of the world think that the Christians are, are very uh, uh, theoretical. Let me come practical now. If your parents, your dad or your mom, wants to at a distance that requires one thousand naira to get there, you need to enter bus. Will your dad send you empty-handed? No. What he will do is he will give you the resources mm-hmm. that will put you to that destination yeah. to get that stuff. Yeah. So when I was saying this work thing, people didn't really get it that we are working on kindergarten uh, uh, expectations. No, kindergarten always say, I want, I want, I want, mm. I want. When you're working in kingdom, they are, they are, and again, that's another thing with that question. I don't need Christians or anybody to think that there is one person for them in this life. No. Mm. The truth is, in life, there are four categories. There is the good, there is the better, there is the best, there is the great, and then there is the perfect. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Can you take that again, please? Can you take it again? For kingdom wisdom, mm-hmm. people should understand that there is no one person made for you. All right. We are categorized into five because grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. There is the good, okay. the that you buy and yeah, it's good. It's good. There is the better. Mm-hmm. There is the best. Mm-hmm. There is the great. Mm-hmm. And then there is the perfect. The sweetest. Perfect is when you're working in kingdom knowledge. Mm-hmm. And you need to understand that when you learn to ask that question, which is said, mm-hmm. what can I do for you? In every family, every parent has a favorite. Though. That favorite is the one that is always willing to help them. Mm. It doesn't mean that all the children will not eat nice food. You will mm. eat nice food. But if there is one that is going to get full grace, mm. okay. we start learning to stop asking too much and mm. ask God more questions. If you're going for that errand now, good example, back to that thing. If you're going for that errand for your parents, mm. believe me, you will not need to ask God. You just say, Mommy, I'm going for this errand though. The money mm. finished on the road. Yes. Oh, 
send you extra. Yeah. But if you're going for an assignment, he has sent you. Mm. He has no choice but to look for the resources that will enable you to complete that assignment which he sent you to buy. Mm. And that's why you can have perfect, perfect mm. expectations. Okay. And that is the kingdom knowledge we need to know. Okay. But in that way, we're always saying, God, give me the good wine. God, give mm. me the bone of my bone and the flesh of my blood. You mm. have many bones of your bones. They are everywhere. The only problem now is the one that will help you fulfill Mm. I know the one you're, you're, you're looking at and you're asking for. Mm. And people are so specific. They always say, God, give me this kind of person. I need you to understand. If you're asking for a specific type of thing, it mm. is harder to find. But if you are going in line with what you are going supposed to do, that thing that you get, you will put value to Okay, sorry. Can I stop you there, please? I'm sorry for interrupting. I just need to clarify something. So you yeah. are saying, I want us to get you really clearly, that... Mm-hmm. It is very possible for God to send you that, okay, not, well, for you to get that person, for God to send that person, one person to you who um, will, f- will join you in fulfilling an agenda, that purpose. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Now, it said many are the plans in a person's heart, mm. but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Mm. Your plans are your plans. You're thinking that, oh, there's the God, there's this person that is meant to. No. Follow Him. Mm. If you are meant to marry, mm. you will find the person. He will bring the person to you, a virtuous woman, because he does God is too organized to allow His plans to fail. Mm. However, if your purpose for Him is meant to be single, it is not a bad thing. You will not die. You will feel more than even if you're... Some, some people, marriage it actually kills them. But you need to have mm. a relationship with God. Mm. It's only when you have a relationship you can interact. So relationship is prayer. Mm. Prayer is not about just God, I want. It is communication. Mm. He will be talking to you when you... Like, you can just walk here and he just speaks to you. And then mm. you say, oh, this is what I'm meant to do. But people think it's when it's time to pray. Mm. And it will be the time. It's the only time I pray. No! <laughs> Relationship with God goes mm. beyond the timetable. Mm. You don't have relationship with your your parents based on the timetable. Yeah. I don't I don't have it. It's good. I even join, but mm. you need to have a personal relationship to hear God, mm. so that when you are on purpose, if you're meant to be single, you will be comfortable in your singleness. You will mm. be happy. Apostle Paul said it. He knew that if he enters relationship, he might not be able to achieve some of the things he. In fact, he set out to do. So, 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 so
Literally woke. I call mm. it real awakening. A woke generation. Yes. Our woke is serving kindergarten and mm. kingdom. What do I want? Until we mm. get that. And you learn to start asking God, what can I do? Do for you. To meet your needs. Yes. What can I do mm. to serve he will mm. start and he will not be giving you your I, I don't know. Most, most of the time, I feel like, you know, the, um, we search and search and search and search and search and search by ourselves. But then when, you know, you finally surrender and just put focus on God and, you know, start doing what he wants, what he desires, he begins to open your eyes to it, it, see exactly. It says the purpose of a person's heart at the bottom. Mm. Who has insight draws them out. Hmm. When you have understanding, that's insight, understanding, mm. you begin to fulfill. Seeking first his kingdom, every other thing will be added. Yes, when you are seeking his kingdom. Yeah. So we give you, and I'm not saying, I know people have said they've overheard it, but mm. use that parent, father, mother, expo. And mm. see, even you, your junior brothers, if they're always telling you they will help you worship it, help you worship mm. you always back them up now. Because yes. you don't want them to stop washing the plate. Exactly for you. For you. <laughs> <laughs> it's too realistic. Okay. You need to, it, it, we're in a collective world. We need to transform this world mm. to a giving world. What can I offer? What value can I mm. offer? And then we see that the world will start giving back to you naturally. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is so much actually thank you very much i don't know if you have anything to add dami we just heard so much from this couple hmm. we hear their story you guys need to go you guys should go and listen to the last podcast that these people you know gave us last time it was such an amazing experience dami please add something so that we can round up <laughs> Mindset has shifted in this just just few minutes that we have spent together. No, I'm actually serious, Doctor TC. My mindset yeah. has shifted, you know, from you that. Know. I think my mindset has shifted from that, you know, this work generation mindset now to. I'm beginning to think, God, what can I actually do for you right now? You yeah, know? <laughs> one more, one more, one more expo. I forgot to. I don't know. I got lost. Uh, uh, if you see a nylon bag by the side of the road, right? Okay. It's not attractive, eh? Mm. But the moment someone tells you there's 500k inside a nylon bag, mm. all the nylon bags will be found attractive. Mm-hmm. So people that are looking for spec, mm. let me tell you what spec was. Mm. If I have a spec, spec is blinding your eye. That's what it is. Remove okay. the spec in your eye you know. <laughs> How can you not say you're looking for spec that will blind you? Mm. We should okay. stop this spec nonsense. If you have a spec, don't pick any spec. The spec you're seeing, someone made it. Mm. Someone that is in line with your purpose, purpose. and make marriage you start grooming them and they become hot so mm. that when someone sees them and say ah this person is hot you'll be proud of yourself he says we we made this together i did you didn't pick ready-made goods we should start looking for raw materials yeah to not looking for ready-made goods yeah yeah and i've heard a lot of married married couples say this that you know where, where their spouse now is where their spouses are now you know that was not the place they were when they met them so they had been groomed from the, that point of marriage to this moment where they are. So, yeah, all I will say is, team your partner up. Mm. Make them two. Don't be greedy and look for the one someone has done. Mm. You look for a fine girl of Bohemia and all those things. Mm. It's not you. Look for your purpose first. Mm. When you find purpose, then you upgrade your own. Mm. So that people will be telling you and saying, I, I wish I had your kind of wife. Wow. Wow. When you get that knowledge, you mm. don't need to start picking spec. And spec is holding a lot of people single. I've never seen a generation that has been as single as now. Our parents' time, I can count all my aunties that were single. If they were 10, it's maybe like only one. Mm. And they would, they would say she's like a witch. You know that nonsense? Yeah. <laughs> now, no. we're having people normalizing yes. 37, 45, and saying yes. it's normal. No, it is the spec mentality. We yes. are looking for spec. spec. The, one, the one that has long legs. Hey, her leg is looking bow. I don't like it. You don't mm. like what? Maybe that boy leg is where your destiny is and it's supposed to drive what God is supposed to push for you. But no. And then you marry someone and then you eventually see that inside the marriage you start complaining. Yes. You complaining too. She and wants you your leg. She ah. wants your blind eye. Holy Spirit needs to open our eyes really to see these things. 
Ah, thank you very much. Um, once again, Dr. TC. Chisom, Chisom, uh, Chisom. I can't. I don't think I can forget this. Your message, you ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank god <laughs> thank god and uh, thank you so much dami i really appreciate you guys coming on the podcast with ijoma and this is like a valentine's gift to the audience so you guys yeah. happy valentine's day you know happy in advance oh shit <laughs> all right um <laughs> All right, thank you very much once again. Hopefully, see you guys next time. All right. Wow, wow, wow. That was a lot, guys. (laughs) That was a lot. Like, that was literally a lot. You guys, you guys need to jot. If you did not jot, please, I don't know. Maybe you should listen to this again. But seriously, I'm just grateful that you stayed with us up until this moment. And I pray that God has spoken to your heart about a thing or two, or even more on, you know, the things you're supposed to do, or your purpose, your how to go about, you know, finding that, discovering that, just really following the Holy Spirit's guidance, like Chisholm said. And, you know, as TC said, just as the baby, as the family example he gave, how um, children who um, are in always in the, in the mood for serving, you know, how their parents would always want to, you know, do things for those children. That's how God is. God isn't a wicked father. You know, just sincerely just desire to serve him, you know desire to use your talent and your gift to fulfill the purpose he has assigned to you and just see that you know things will fall in place the bible says seek here my kingdom first and everything will be added unto you that thing you really 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 sick will just come you know in that place of finding purpose in that phase in that place of you know just living a purpose-driven life thank you very much for listening if you are not a christian you really need to be because the foundation of purpose you wouldn't even have a god-given purpose or you wouldn't be able to achieve the God-given purpose if you do not have God. So please, um, please come to Jesus today. It's not hard. Just, just accept Him. Just say, Lord, I accept You. Help me to find my purpose. Help me to live for You. Um, thank You, Lord, for um, opening our eyes to see the Scriptures today and helping us to understand what You, you know, have us do. The importance of living a purpose-driven life. Um, telling us, you know, the the, the causes of the failures in relationships and, you know helping us to understand how we can avoid all those you know those those failures and just live a purpose-driven life and just have it done your way because love never fails and you are god that means you can never fail and if you can never fail that means our relationships can never fail we pray and commit all this into your hand in jesus name we have prayed amen thank you very much for listening guys i remain your host ijoma okori The title of the song, if you like it, is You Say by Lorinda Gale. You Say by Lorinda Gale. Have a beautiful Valentine's Day.